0: Hello everybody, welcome once again to Lifehouse Church Spiritual Warfare Podcast. My name is Ben Hobson and I'm here with the magnificent David. <laughs> I don't like it. Benjamin! Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hello everybody.
0: Hi, um, we're here today to talk about a really serious subject. I thought I'd just throw a bit of humor there at the start because what yeah. we're talking about is pretty, pretty deep and pretty the enemy. Yeah. Fri- well, uh, frightening, to yeah. be honest with you. It's a heavy subject. So what we are talking about today is chapter three in spiritual warfare, The Enemy. And today we're just really gonna give you an introduction to what the enemy is, and we're gonna go into a bit of theology, possibly, about who the enemy is, what he can do in the world, where his place is, where he comes from, where he comes from, mm. all that sort of thing. And we're sort of just gonna cover the ground bases here yeah. and then elaborate on that in future podcasts. Yeah,
1: once once we finish this, we've basically covered the basics. Uh, which is, you know, the rules of warfare and then knowing God, knowing yourself and knowing the enemy. And then from here we can move on into uh, weapons training. Mm. Uh, Looking at our weapons and how they work and how to use them and in what context to use them. And also looking at the enemy's weapons and seeing how they are used against us and in what context they used and the counterattack that we can offer to those specific weapons. That'll be the next chapter.
0: Okay, that's really good to get. Well, all of this stuff is really good. But like you were saying, know God, know yourself, know the enemy. This is the third one and I think you've deliberately sort of left it as the third one, yeah, as the last yeah, one, because yeah. it's important to know yourself and know, and know God, God before yeah. you get to this yeah. one.
1: Humble yourself before the Lord and then resist the devil. Mm. Um a key a key verse I would like our listeners to actually read and memorize and remember where it is. Is a prophecy given by Isaiah. And Ben, if you can read it, I think it's chapter 14 and it's verse 16. 16. 16, Yes,
0: and it says, Those who see you stare at you, they ponder your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? The man who made the world a desert, who overthrew its cities and would not let his captives go home? Do you want me to keep reading? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. Mm. What do you think? What do I think? Those who stare you and they ponder your fate, is this the man who shook the earth and made kingdoms tremble? I don't know what to think. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to have to explain to me here, David. What's the, what's the context here? Okay. Who are they talking about when they say you? What,
1: what, is, what is happening here is Isaiah is prophesying to the, to the children of Israel about one of the oppressive kings. But within the context of the prophecy, if you read further around, and, and when we actually get to the, the, the specific sub-chapters on Satan himself, I'm going to bring up that passage of Scripture as well, Isaiah, yep. and then there's one in Ezekiel that we'll be looking at specifically where the prophet prophesies to an earthly king, but it doesn't seem to fit the parameters of a human being. Yeah. There's something behind that. Okay, and so he's prophesying to lucifer or to satan the man who made the world a desert now the the specific words i want you to look at is there's going to come a time where people are going to say is this the one who made the world tremble Yeah. yeah who shook the earth yeah so as we as we go into this uh what we are actually doing now is we are we we are we are looking at two leaders we are looking at two generals And we are making an assessment which is factor five the commander oh no not factor five factor four the commander which general has the moral law and which general has method and discipline because remember that the best general knows those two inside out yeah and which general is the better general on the field of battle now we haven't we haven't really examined God that much. We only said one one subsection 201.1, but I'm gonna expand that in the book. Now we're gonna look at the other general. I wanna ask you a question. Oh no. <laughs> Again. Is Satan a brilliant military strategist?
0: Well, okay. What I my instant what I instantly go to is yes. I think he's pretty, he can be very smart with how he, you know, how he attacks people. He can be very smart about lulling them into false senses of security. He can be very, he's tricky, you know what I mean? He's not, there's no big red horned guy wandering around trying to bait you. It's very subtle a lot of the time, which I would say would mean he would be a pretty yeah. good tactician.
1: I, I, I agree with you. I think he's, he's a brilliant strategist. He is a brilliant general. On the field of battle, with the Lord Jesus Christ, the Commander of the Armies of Heaven and the Hosts of the Lord, the ruler of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, and everything like that, facing Lucifer, Satan, and we're going to give you a whole lot of his names later on when we deal with him specifically. Yeah. Who's the better general?
0: Jesus, obviously. Straight up. Okay. Easy. That one's easy.
1: Now, what we've got to do when we go into this, when we go into this, is not. It's it's a it's a, a fine line to walk. We 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 don't want to give too much credit to the devil, no, but we don't want to underestimate him either because with what he has got, he uses it to the max, yeah, and he's very good at using it.
0: Mm.
1: He's got a defeated enemy, he's he's got a defeated army, yep. Um, he's got substandard weapons. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain myself when I do weapons training because people might think, gee, really? They're smashing down left, right and center. Yeah. Yes, they are. But if you look at the weapons opposing these weapons, yeah. they,
0: they're, not as they, they're
1: not as good. Mm. They are not good. You know? And, but he is a phenomenal strategist in being able to strategically accomplish the most by doing the least. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. And so many Christians are getting waylaid by him and his cohorts. And so many Christians are getting waylaid that way without even
0: recognizing it exactly, as well. Exactly, Greatest trick the devil ever pulled. Exactly.
1: I'd like you to read that
0: yep. oh, quote no. out
1: of old Sun Tzu. We're bringing Sun Tzu off the shelf again.
0: <laughs> All right, Sun Tzu. And where are we in chapter four? How does Sun Tzu work? I don't
1: even know. I don't even know myself. Anyway, I'll just, I'll just read it. He, 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 Sun Tzu basically looks at, um, pretty much topics. Like he'll, he'll, he'll address a topic and then have subsections under that. And that's what you're doing with he, the podcast. Yeah, I am. <laughs> and, and, and the th- but the thing is they, they, they cross link all over the place. So it's like pretty, it's, it's, it's dense. Tricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. It's an old Chinese man writing in Chinese <laughs> language, thousands of years old. That's been translated into English. So it's a. It's a difficult book to read. Yeah, but also simple in the same.
0: Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, time, yeah. You know? it's got a lot of meat to it. Yeah,
1: one sentence, and you're thinking for ages.
0: Yeah, well, I've got a lot of sentences here. Are you ready? <laughs> ready, guys. Hence his victories bring him neither repu- what are they talking about here talking again? about leaders now
1: leaders we, we 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 are now sitting here looking at the two leaders and now we specifically looking at Satan as a general of his army okay
0: hence his victories bring him neither reputation for wisdom nor credit for courage he wins his battles by making no mistakes making no mistakes is what establishes the certainty of victory for it means conquering an enemy that is already defeated Hence, the skillful fighter puts himself into a position which makes defeat impossible and does not miss the moment for defeating the enemy. Thus, it is that in war the victorious strategist seeks battle after the victory has been won, whereas he who is destined to defeat first fights and afterwards looks for victory. Is that anyone yep, in? That's, that's pretty it. interesting. <laughs> whereas he who is destined to defeat first fights and afterwards, looks for victory. Yeah.
1: So, <clears throat> Satan effectively, uh, we've got, we've got a number of enemies facing us. We've got a number of things that we need to deal with in spiritual warfare. First of all, and we 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 touched on it a little bit earlier from um, the spiritual warfare handbook by. Oh, I oh, can't even think of his name anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, we got it somewhere. Yeah, we. We're we, we looking at the flesh. All right, that's, that's, that's against us, our own flesh. In other words, what I consider the flesh is the residue of the old nature which Jesus took out of us when he gave us his nature. Mm-hmm. And so we've got this residue uh, of, of bad habits, bad choices, hurt, damage, selfishness, all there, and that residue, mm-hmm. that's our enemy. Secondly, we've got Satan. And now we're going to start looking at who he is, what he is, where does he come from, what can he do, what can't he do. And then with Satan, we've got one-third of the angelic hosts. Mm-hmm. Satan went and deceived one-third of the angels into rebelling against God. Now, we, we, we're facing them. Now, we're not facing them all at one time, but we, we, we are constantly facing specific types of angels and their ranks in different ranks. Probably the number one angel that most Christians would be facing would be a religious spirit within the church. That would be the number one. And then, you know, I'll, I'll be talking about the three areas of attack that we can be looking at uh, as Christians later on. Well, do you want to tactics. talk a little bit
0: about the religious spirit? Because when you spoke to me about that, it was very illuminating for a lot of things and habit patterns that I had as yeah. well. So do you want to talk a bit about that?
1: Uh, let's let's talk about what it is first okay good and then and then we'll talk about specifics uh so we'll lay a foundation first in what it is but yeah that
0: that's an important that is that is
1: an important one because that's one that you continually face another one is its evil twin brother the politically correct spirit, mm. you know. So you you we, really we, don't like that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's my soapbox one. I <laughs> Him and the religious spirit. Yeah. But um, yeah. So we've 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 got we've got the enemy. We've got his angels, and then, effectively, the people that are enslaved in his kingdom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they are not necessarily um, these evil worshippers of the devil that are tasked to, to come and fight against the church of the living god. Yeah. But they are people that are basically controlled, manipulated, enslaved by the enemy and are used in various means to 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 hinder the purposes of God and the body of Christ on this earth at this point in time. And then and then another group of people and this is the saddest for me is 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 people within the church, and we'll be talking about that people in the church that use satanic weapons against the people of the church yeah so we' we'll be so, so that's what we're that, facing yeah now what I need you to put in your head is is if you go back to spiritual warfare 101 and we and, and go into the section of ground I, I I hint about that in ground I talk about when you're in ground, you're in a situation, and in the situation, you face specific enemies. And what we've got to try and do is make, make this as objective as possible and not subjective. And so yep. this section we're dealing with the enemy, now we know God, and we, we know how God operates, and so we can basically, if we know the Word of God and we're in intimate relationship with God, we know how He's going to operate. The same can be said for the enemy. We can get to learn our enemy. We can get to learn the schemes of the enemy. Mm -hmm. We can get to understand his tactics and his strategy. Mm -hmm. And we can make that objective. That
0: actually sort of learning the strategy of the enemy has just been very beneficial for me because just faced a bit of rejection growing up from different groups and I was always afraid of... Sort of being rejected and being left behind by my friends. My friends would move on and don't really, I'm not important enough to be included. And so that is a little push button. I was always picked last for every football team, every soccer team. I was always picked last. And so it's always a little button, a little push in there. It used to wound me, it used to kill me. I used to just get anxious and worried. And this weekend coming up, you've obviously rejected me. (laughs) You like that? Yeah. David, David's leaving me to go and play laser tag and he's taken a bunch of other men. I've been put in charge of looking after things back at home, so I do have an important role. But that, that used to be a push button, but now it's not so much a push button for me. Like yeah. I recognize, I can see it coming at me and I'm like, no, I don't need to listen to that anymore. So yeah. it's good learning the strategy, you know? Yeah. I-
1: yeah, you know, <laughs> we, 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 we're messing around like this, but, but it, it, when I, when I made the decision, what, what is actually happening is, is there's a band of brothers out at Warwick that have asked us to come out and as a, as a, as a men's group and just partner with them as we build up to our boot camp and we, we, it, it's going to be great going out there. And, and so I'm taking a small group out there and they've organized. Small group, like 20. No, guys. six guys are going, six guys are going and, um we're going out there to and they've organized a whole brilliant wonderful fantastic afternoon <laughs> yeah. and, and and if you're listening to our podcast you'll realize that Ben missed the previous one yeah, that we had as well because he had to go to a spiritual warfare no no a, a prophetic, prophetic conference
0: my wife went well God wanted me to go
1: <laughs> anyway Anyway, so I see I, I, what I mean when I yeah, say no no, 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 no. That's that. Uh, uh, you know, when I asked you to stay, I knew that that would be the situation. You know, and, and and that would be something that you would you would actually have to deal with.
0: And it's it's my continued fellowship with God. I'm learning mm-hmm. to not mm-hmm. accept that that silly fear mm-hmm. response and accept His response for me, which is I've placed you in responsibility over mm-hmm. the church back home. Like how huge is that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm accepting God's truth. It's just learning where yeah. my buttons
1: because it's it's a situation of like oh it was hard because i you know i just had to say ben i need you here (laughs) you know i i I trust you to hold the fort here and to get things set up here and get things ready here in case we don't make it back yeah you know so it's all good but yeah those are the those are the issues you know where we've, we've we've got to understand the strategies that the enemy uses in coming against us
0: and we say it would be unique for every individual, specific different types of things, he would target at people. Um, or does he have general? Yeah,
1: you you are correct. But what I, what I'm going to try and develop later on is um, there seems to be a series of generalized attacks. You know, if if, yeah. if if you go and read Sun Tzu and these 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 other writers, and they talk about military strategy. In other words, when you get on the battlefield, there's only two moves on the battlefield. Attack and Attack and Retreat. <laughs> and it's and but it's all the variations in between mm. that make it unique. I see, yeah, okay. So you and I are sitting here, the enemy only has sort of three avenues of attack against us. He 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 can he can hit us in three areas. Um but because of our unique makeup, he can vary these and vary these three attacks and weave them together uniquely to fit each oh, one I see. of us. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's what we're going to be looking at uh, when we do weapons training and weapon and and, and look at weapons, but right. we need to understand who these angelic beings are, where do they come from and, and 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 what what is taking place. Okay. So that's the beginning. That's 301. That's what we're going to talk about. Talk about today. Talk? yeah oh, start started now.
0: Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you right up What's what are angels, David? <laughs>
1: Okay, angels. What, tell me. What are angels? What are angels? Okay, there's a number of things, and, and any of you can just go and pick up a theological book and you can get this out. So the, let, let, let's look at the nature of angels. First of all, angels are
0: creatures.-hmm
1: right now you like, oh, creatures, yeah, they are created beings. Yes, okay. Um, with regards to scripture, we don't know when they were created they were created by God they were created before mankind and um, between God's continual and pre-existence God's always been existence he created this group called what we call angels between the creation of these angels and the creation of the of of mankind there was a rebellion Mm -hmm. that was led by the number one angel lucifer and so these angels are the same but they're divided into two camps now so you've got angels that are true to god and their original calling and angels that have been deceived by satan and so oppose god continuously now this is the thing that's been playing around in my mind, and when I read, I reread the book by Frank Peretti, uh, This Present Darkness, just over the holidays, yeah, Um, and it led to my thinking in this matter that the devil went around and deceived specific ranks of angels Mm. to follow him because he he deceived them, and they got deceived by him that he was going to throw God the throne of heaven and he was going to take it when this didn't happen the 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 the, the, the very essence of the angelic army probably is held together by domination and manipulation rebellion fear and hatred because there's no loyalty from my perspective I don't see that those angels are loyal to each other except they have a common enemy yeah. And the common common enemy now is a, a pure hatred for God and the things of God. And so you've got these these um two groups that 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 emerge out of the dawns of pre-earth universe history. Yeah. That have a that 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 have an influence in our lives and in a daily influence within our lives mm. um, now these things are created and I don't use the word things as a negative no. they angelic beings you can't say people yeah they are creatures and I need to give a warning here they're not to be worshipped Okay, Colossians two eighteen says, "Let no one teach you or reward you taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, including into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind."
0: And right? you see it all the time when yeah. they, they see an angel, yeah, and they start to bow down. And the angels like, get up, don't, don't yeah. worship me. Yeah.
1: Satan try to get Jesus to worship him. the wilderness. That's 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 one of the key, you know, worship. Solely and only belongs to God. And if you worship something else, you you you're on dangerous ground with regards to um, what you worship, because what you worship controls you. Yes, yeah,
0: Jesus. Well, I mean that's a huge sentence in, in Matthew here, so. four.
1: Yeah. Again, the devil took him up to an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kings of the world and their glory, and said to him, "All these things are yours. I will give them to you if you fall down and worship me." That's what that is at the. Core of what Satan wants, and that is why he hates you personally because you worship the living God mm. and follow the purpose of the living God. Then Jesus answered him and said, Away from you, away with you, Satan. For it is written, We shall worship the Lord your God, and Him only shall we serve. So, you know, the first thing that we need to understand is that they are um, creatures created by God there has been yeah. I'll, I'll. The next thing you've got to understand is they spirit beings. Um, spirit beings effectively uh, means that in our physics, in in our universe, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm trying to stay away from sci-fi or science fiction <laughs> aliens know, and, and yeah. that kind of stuff. It's, 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 but in, in, in our universe, the angels can manifest themselves. That means they can, into they can physical come into reality. They can come into our reality. Yep. And and they can manifest themselves in different types of ways. But for 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 us in this reality, they are spirit beings. Okay? Hmm. They are not limited to the physical restraints of our environment I mean they can travel at unimaginable speeds they can um, do things which would seem are impossible I have a question yep. for
0: you this is pretty I don't know God is timeless yes. right chirological versus what's chronological. chronological so he's chirological but he can manifest in present parts of time mm. are angels also timeless because they live in the same angels
1: are immortal yeah. Um, but that is a good question. Do they? Do they? Are they omni-present? Are they omniscient? Are they omnipotent? Now, those are three theological yeah. terms which mean all-powerful, all-present, all-knowing, and all-knowing. Hmm. They are not.
0: They they're are, not all-knowing. They're, and,
1: and this is one of the things that we're going to be examining. What can they do? Yep. And what can't they do when they come into our reality? What can good angels do? Mm. And then, by extrapolation, we're going to look at what evil angels can do, and 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 so we'll we'll be discussing that as well. So, cool. Good. I mean, in Genesis chapter nineteen, you can go and read the story between one and three, where um, two angels come in and into Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot invites them into the house, and they eat with him. And you can see often times that 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 these angels manifest, and they, they seem to have a physical appearance that is recognizable as a man sometimes we don't recognize them as angels and they're eating with Lot and yet these beings are so powerful they can level the entire city
0: city. it's also like how Jesus said you know clothe and feed the least among you you don't know when you're doing it to an angel in disguise
1: yeah yeah. alright they're also immortal I said that to to you as well so they're not subject to Physical. uh, physical death yep Okay. Okay. There is there there are three types of death that affect us. All right? Physical death, yep. spiritual death, eternal death. Now, physical death is when your spirit leaves your body and your body crumbles to dust. Mm-hmm. Spiritual death means that you are unsaved. You 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 do not um have uh, a relationship with the Lord your God etc eternal death eternal death is just um, where you are separated eternally from God (laughs) I've got Ben running around because there's a beeping taking place in the office and I don't know what it is (laughs) yeah leave it out there (laughs) sorry about that (laughs) We're trying to keep it silent. Well, uh, <laughs> but,
0: it was, but
1: it was hidden. There we so go. so the, 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 uh, the angels are, are, are basically immortal. Um, and you can read about that, what Jesus said about these angels in Luke 20 when he was talking to the Sadducees about the resurrection of the saints. He says, The sons of this age marry and are given in marriage, but those who are counted worthy to attain the age and the resurrection from the dead neither marry or given in marriage. And he's here talking about the angels in that sense so that they cannot um, yeah. die. But there is a group of angels that are going to experience eternal death when they are separated eternally from God. Numerous, the Bible says. Bible talks about the angels. We don't know how many angels there are. There's the, there's the theological question that gets posed, how many angels can sit on top of the head of a needle?
0: Yeah, that's or right or, or,
1: too. Or the thing of a pin. And yeah. I mean, Daniel 7.10 says a fiery stream issued and came out from... Um, forth from him and a thousand thousands ministered to him ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him the court was seated the books were open yeah, it has the majesty of that yeah like these angels just thousands upon thousands ten thousand times ten thousand <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jesus talks about the the legions of angels in, Luke, in Matthew 26 um, you know where at the birth of Jesus a multitude of angels come so we don't know the exact number of of the angels, but we do know that one third left their yeah. appointed positions and rebelled against God. Uh, angels are sexless, you know. So they 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 um, they generally are described as males in the Bible,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but in reality they are. They are sexless, and you can see that in in Jesus talking to the Sadducees and the Pharisees in Luke twenty, which I've quoted. Yeah. So those are the, that's just a little bit of their of their nature uh-huh. that you can do, and you you pick up any theological book and go and read about angelology, and you'll pick up all of the stuff.
0: But it's interesting to know because it's not often it's not often clarified. Mm. You know, I've you don't often get it clarified that this is what angel does. Yes, yeah. You get the pictures of Cupid for Valentine's
1: Day. <laughs> their little chubby fat kid carrying hearts around Um, do we have time to look at the classification I'm sure our listeners won't mind (laughs) continuing on a little bit further alright let's just do this one section and then I'll tell you what we can do at the end Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just try and address the different ranks of angels Yep. and I'll just throw a whole lot of scriptures out at you so we won't read the scriptures just to try and save up on, on time a little bit here Okay. now Within, within the angelic realm the the the, the, the there are classifications there are different types of angels and it would seem that there are different ranks of angels as well mm. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go and look at this well give you a couple of scriptures 1 Peter 322 uh, Ephesians 1 120 Colossians 116 you know um, you've got all, we understand that there are um, authorities, yes. there are powers, there are rulers. Mm. And, and the Bible is very clear on this. Now, um, it, it, it gets a bit vague, and so we start making educated guesses into what we think they are. So that's what I'm going to try and do now. The, one of the big angels in the Old Testament that we come across is the angel of the Lord and uh for example genesis 16 you know the angel of the lord found her by the spring of water in the wilderness by the you know by the springs of sir genesis 22 exodus 14 exodus 23 numbers 22 judges 2 you know and 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 all the way through you've got this um even even into into the early parts of the of the new testament we have the angel of the lord appearing hmm. <clears throat> now this angel seems to be different from the other angels. Mm. Uh, in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord seems to be different and is described differently to the three verses in, in the New Testament describing the angel of the Lord. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you a characteristic of the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament and then I'm going to see if you can guess... The name of this angel. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me read to you Exodus twenty-three. Okay. And and and, and then and then uh, we'll I'll give you I'll give you some hints and then you can try and guess who it is. Right. All
0: right.
1: All right. Behold, I send an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the place which I have prepared. Beware of him and obey his voice. Do not provoke him, for he will not pardon your transgressions. For my name is in him. That's mm. the key. Mm. All right. But if you indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel, I will go before you and bring you into the Amorites and the Hittites and the Peruzites and the Canaanites and the Hivites and the Jebusites and the whateverites, and I will cut them off. He
0: right? does say, What are they, whateverites? No, he does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. In, in, in Exodus 32 34, it says, Behold, my angel shall go before you. Uh, you know and 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 um, in the NRV it says uh, now therefore go lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you behold my angel shall go before you nevertheless in the day when I visit you uh, visit for punishment I will visit punishment upon them for their sin and Exodus 33:14 says and, the, and and he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Who Do you think this angel is?
0: Well, it sounds like the qualities of the Holy Spirit or Jesus. Yeah, why? Because of my name is in him, because yeah. of counseling up here, because of my presence will go with you, I will hear his voice. And One other thing. thing, I thought he did pretty well, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, but there's
1: one other thing, one major thing that 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 that
0: <clears throat> I think you might have to point that one out for me.
1: He will not. Pardon your transgressions. Alright?
0: Right, okay. But what does that mean? He will not pardon your transgressions. Yeah, what does that mean? He will not
1: have I got the power to pardon your transgressions? No. Or do you? Jeez, now I'm struggling. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Do I, I have got... the power to forgive your sins? No, going God do has I the Do I have power the power to, to forgive, to forgive you. your transgression? Oh, sorry, who was it? God. So
0: who's that angel? But he says it... he cannot pardon the transgressions.
1: For he will not pardon your transgressions. In other words, he's not going to forgive you your transgressions. Which implies that he has the power to forgive your transgressions. Uh, I
0: see. Uh, I see. So he will not, he's choosing not to. Yeah. So we're talking about Jesus? It, yeah.
1: Really? I, I think so. I, wow, okay. I, I, think the, I think the Old Testament, where the Old Testament mentions the angel of the Lord... I think it's the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ appearing on the earth. Geez, wow! Isaiah 63 verse 9 says, In all their affliction He was afflicted, and the angel of His presence saved them. In His love and in His pity He redeemed them, and He bore them, and carried them all the days of old. It does. This angel has God's name, this angel has God's face,
0: I think the biggest thing is that he has the ability, if he wants, to forgive transgressions, because that's a thing reserved to God. That's pretty interesting, David.
1: Give you, give you another, give you another thing here. Uh, we talk about Jacob, all right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And 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 let's 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 look at how Jacob, uh, how this angel identifies himself with Jacob. So so Jacob went Genesis thirty two. Jacob went on his way, and the angel, and the angels of God met him. When Jacob saw him, he said, this is God's camp, and he called the name of that place Manaheim. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Genesis thirty-two, twenty-two. it says, and he arose that night and took his two wives, his two female servants, the eleven sons, crossed over the four Jabbok, he took them, sent them over the brook, and sent, uh, and sent over what he had. Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. Mm. Okay. Is that a man, or is what is that?
0: Well, a man over there yeah. is capitalized. Yeah.
1: He uh, and so he, he, you know, this is where we get that famous, famous thing where he began to wrestle. So then, uh, now when when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip, and the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled it. Can you imagine? Just like in your hip socket. God <laughs> 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 must have been screaming. Yeah. And and but he still held on. He still yeah. wrestled. Yeah. Uh, it was desperation there. you Yeah. Know? And, and, and then this man said let go of me for the day breaks but he said I will not let go of you unless you bless me so he said to him what is your name and he said Jacob and he said your name shall no longer be called Jacob but Israel for you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed okay All right. and Jacob asked saying tell me your name I pray and he says why is it that you ask about my name and he blessed him there so Jacob called the place Peniel for I have seen God face to face and my life was preserved hey Jacob seemed to have his life seemed to have been intersected by a lot of angelic visitations but this one stands out you know the other place he names it oh you know Specific places a man home out. Yeah, he names it Peniel, and he says, "What? Because I have seen God face to face and survived." Chapter forty-eight, and he blessed Joseph and said, "God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has fed me all the days, all my life long, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil."
0: <laughs>
1: Bless the lads. Let my name be named upon them and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into the multitude in the midst. So he's blessing Jacob's two sons after they reconnected. And he says, the angel who redeemed me from all evil. From all evil. My personal opinion of this is that the angel of the Lord in the Old Testament is pre-incarnate. The scriptures mentioned about the angel of the Lord in the New Testament... That's not Jesus. That's just, and, and, and you can see the difference in the in the writing of the language. So, interesting. Angel of the Lord in the Old Testament, I believe, is Jesus Christ. Interesting.
0: So one of his titles. So that would probably pay for our listeners to go back and read through Genesis and read it, yeah. just seeing how that fits with them and fits well, with them.
1: All the scriptures are quoted.
0: Yeah. Read. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Do we? We probably should wrap it up. Wow, we're nearly at 40 minutes Oh, okay We'll we'll,
1: we'll hit the rest of the categories Archangels and different types of angels Angel of Nations, we'll talk about that next week Okay,
0: and thanks guys, I'll leave you to it And just a reminder once again, visit our website We love to hear from you guys www.life-house.net But thanks very much for staying tuned
1: Thanks guys, have a great week